Welcome to Streams in the Desert Live, an interactive prophetic talk show with pastor, evangelist, and prophetic teacher, Dana Bohansky, senior pastor of Streams in the Desert Ministries and House Church, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy and give you, the listener, an opportunity to call in to ask questions and share information regarding the signs of the times. This ministry is dedicated to the preaching and teaching of the unadulterated word of the one and only true and living God under the power and anointing of God's Holy Ghost. Streams in the Desert Live is an expansion of Streams in the Desert Ministries. Now, here's your host, Pastor Dana. Shalom and blessings in the name of the Lord Jesus. This is Pastor Dana, and I once again would like to thank you for joining me today, April 27th, 2022, for the Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. Coming to you from the beautiful Streams in the Desert Live home studio via StarWorldWideNetworks.com, where we look at the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Today's topic title is End of the Shemitah Year and the Looming Global Reset. But before we get started, let us pray. Father God, we humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, we thank you for all that you've done, all that you're doing, and all that you've yet to do. We ask that the power working and anointing of your Holy Spirit carry out this work here today for this hour. Let the ears and and the souls and the spirits of your people be tuned in to your spirit, Lord God. I am only the conduit. Let the word go out that will not fall to the ground, and let it be received onto good ground so that we can be ready, watching, and waiting for the imminent return of our Lord, Master, Savior, soon-coming King, and Messiah, who is none other than the Lord Jesus, Yeshua HaMashiach. Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. In Jesus' precious and holy name we pray, amen and amen. Well, folks, greetings to you all once again from wherever you are in the world as you join me, your host, Pastor Dana, today for another compelling episode of Streams in the Desert Live Internet Radio Broadcast. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh unto thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways, and shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thy lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the adder, the young lion and the dragon shall thou trample underfoot. Because he has set his love over me, says the Lord God, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Psalms 91, the prayer of protection. 
Once again, my friends, greetings to all in the name of the Lord Jesus. As we open the show for today, we will be taking a look at a time that leads up to the end of the current Shemitah year. We will be using an article based upon biblical mindset concerning this biblically appointed time from the Lord God. As we investigate this very informative piece, please keep in mind that this article was written on February 22, 2001, six months before the start of the current Shemitah year. The piece was written by uh, the writing team of VDD7.com and is titled Shemitah, The Next Great Depression and the Next Great Wealth Transfer, of which the writer begins by thusly stating, first of all, what is the Shemitah and what does it have to do with anything? especially something as devastating as the next Great Depression. Just like we, like we are commanded to rest on the seventh day from work, the same command was given to Israel on every seventh year. The Shemitah year starts every seventh year on the evening of the 29th day of Elul, which is to say the first day day of the month of Tishri on the Jewish secular calendar, which coincides with the biblical celebration of the first day of the Feast of Trumpets. On the seventh year, there was to be no sowing or harvesting of any crops whatsoever to let the land rest for one year, as noted in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 1 through 5. Also, on the seventh year, all debts were to be forgiven, as noted in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verses 1 through 11. The writer continues by sharing that Adonai, which means the Lord, addresses the problem of how people were to survive if they couldn't harvest any food when he says in Leviticus chapter 25, verses 21 and 22, Quote, then I will command my blessing upon you in the sixth year, and it shall bring forth fruit for three years, and ye shall sow the eighth year, and eat yet of old fruit until the ninth year, until her fruits come in. Ye shall eat of the old store. There is a flip side to this blessing that is well worth knowing, however, says the writer. Adonai, or there again, the Lord, told Israel that if they did not give the land its rest, he would do so sovereignly. In other words, send Israel's enemies to destroy them and take them into exile so that the land could have its rest as he had promised. The writer adds that Read Leviticus chapter 26, verses 14 through 46 to know the gory details of what disobedience results in and how repentance leads to restoration of the promise. Next, the writer asks, so how does this affect us today? Just before going on to speak about the United States covenant or agreement with Yahweh, which means God. The writer opens this segment by stating that although this will focus on the United States, understand that wherever you are from or living in the world right now is equally affected this equally affects you and your nation as what is coming will certainly be global in its scope. The United States was initially founded by the pilgrims who identified themselves as Puritans and was stated by them in the Mayflower Compact that the purpose of settling the land was for the glory of God and for the spreading of the gospel. The United States is a nation covenanted with Adonai, or the Lord, and he has blessed and protected America supernaturally these past nearly 400 years. Although the United States is not Israel, they have assumed the role of being a lender to the nations and being a chief ally to Israel. 
as well as spreading the gospel of peace to the nations. The writer adds that being a lender to the nations was a promise of Adonai, or the Lord, to Israel if they followed his statutes, as noted in Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 6. And America has assumed that role, at least momentarily, since 1948 as the world's leading currency and lender. However, says the writer, there has been a very consistent pattern since the Shemitah, or Sabbath year, of 1966, with every successive Shemitah year resulting in a financial recession and or downturn in the United States, a judgment against the nation. The writer then poses the question, what happened? then begins to answer this question by stating, although we are no longer beholden to the law of Moses, we as believers are actually held to a higher standard according to the Holy Spirit, to live by the fruits of the Spirit and not the flesh, as noted in Galatians chapter 5, verses 16 through 26. And though there is grace, he still rebukes those he loves, even and especially at a national level, seeing as we, the body of Messiah, or the Lord Jesus Christ, are meant to take a leading role in the running of nations righteously and justly. The writer continues by pointing out that the body of Christ has severely slacked in this regard, and there are very, very clear signs of major shakings leading swiftly to possible judgment. Next, the writer notes that ever since the United States began taking a leading global role post-World War I, there have been economic crises on Shemitah, or Sabbath, years in the United States. In 1930 to 1931, and in 1937 to 1938, then in 1944 to 1945, the U.S. began to assume the role of the world's money lender after the fall of the British, French, and German empires collectively. However, since 1966, every single Shemitah year, listen up, my friends, has seen a recession or drastic downturn in the U.S. economy that has almost every single time had drastic effects on the world economy. The writer then asks, why? Then follows up, my friends, by uh, stating this truth. Because the USA began to turn its back on God as a nation and at a national level. In 1962, the Supreme Court ruled to take prayer out of schools. And the next Shemitah year, in 1966, the stock market crashed. In 1973, the beginning of the next Shemitah year, abortion, murder of children, was legalized by the Supreme Court. The same year, there was a currency crisis, oil crisis, and the United States arguably lost the Vietnam War, the first war it had lost as a unified nation. The trend continues every Shemitah year following in 1980, 1987, 1994, 2000 to 2001, 2007 to 2008, and in 2015, when the Supreme Court legalized same-sex marriage, no more prayer, murdering children, and same-sex marriage, you can think, can you think, or do you think that Adonai has been trying to get the attention of the United States? The writer then asks, what now? Then says, my friends, if you have been doing the math, we are due Listen up, my friends, for the next one in 2021 to 2022. With the next Shemitah year starting on, listen up, my friends, September 6, 2021, which, my friends, was seven months ago. 
and ending September 25th, 2022, which is a mere five months from the sharing of this article here on April 27th, 2022. The writer then says, the initial question might be, when will the market crash and how bad will it be? Firstly, the answer to exactly when can vary greatly, but there is definitely a clear correlation between the Shemitah and the last eight recessions, at least. The writer continues by stating that when we examine, when we examine when the last eight recessions or and economic downturns have began and ended, we find the results vary in relation to the beginning and end of the Shemitah year. The writer then shares these are the trends for each recession since 1966 in relation to the Shemitah year. In 1966, the recession began six months before the Shemitah year began. And in 1973, nine months before. But in each case, the beginning of the Shemitah year was at the bottom of the curve when the crash was at its worst. In 1980, the Shemitah year began at the end of one recession and brought in the beginning of the other. In 1987, one month after the beginning of the Shemitah year, the collapse happened abruptly. In 1994, the beginning of the Shemitah year was at the tail end of the bond market crash that had begun a couple of months earlier. In 2000 to 2001, when the dot-com bubble burst, the stock market had already been in freefall for six months when the Shemitah year began and finally hit rock bottom one month after the end of the Shemitah year. In 2007 to 2008, the market was at its all-time high one month after the beginning of the Shemitah year and came crashing down hard on the very same day as the last day of the Shemitah year. In 2015, the Dow began dropping sharply just two months before the end of the Shemitah year. The writer then asks, is the big one coming? Then gives this reply. In regards to how the United States has been responding to Adonai or the Lord as a nation, in uh, this is, they say, 2021 so far. Abortion now completely funded by taxpayer money, whether you like it or not. Abortion is allowed into the ninth month in some states. Transsexual biological males can now compete in women's sports. The stock market is at an all-time high, and even more stimulus will soon be dumped into the economy, further inflating the multiple bubbles in the stock market. Now, this was in February of 2021 when that was written, my friends. And my reply to that is, we are now beginning to feel the effects of those 2021 moves here. In the year of the beginning of chaos, as mandated by the Lord God, for the year of 2022 is the beginning of chaos. Picking up where the writer left off, um, we are reminded that one-fifth of all U.S. dollars ever printed were printed since the beginning of the what they're going to call the CCP virus, which stands for the Communist, uh, for, which stands for the Chinese Communist Party virus. Okay. Uh, the writer continues by sharing that historically speaking. And based on our current trajectory, I love that word, it seems like the next Great Depression is on the horizon. But when exactly it will start, we cannot say down to the month or day. But based on the above evidence, 
it will be soon if there is not a miraculous intervention of the Most High. And on that most ominous and thought-provoking note, my friends, I will be right back after the break so that we may continue our in-depth look at the end of the Shemitah year and the looming global reset. Okay, my friends, if you are lost and falling apart, it is definitely time to ask the Lord to hit the restart button because our time is very short. Okay, my friends, as promised, we will now continue on with the piece that we began uh, in the first half of this show by taking a look at what the writer thereof describes as a detailed recession timeline, of which the writer begins by sharing, we have put together a detailed timeline of the previous recession starting in 1966 with more statistics about how big each crash was percentage-wise and in dollar amounts, as well as the specific beginning and ending dates of each Shemitah year for further study based on formal studies and reports of each. We put all of this uh, information here 
uh, not as financial advisors, but for the purpose of research and prayer about how to in Invest any current assets you may or may not have. Number one, 1962, prayer was taken out of the schools via the Supreme Court. And then coming up to 1966, which would have been the seventh year in that cycle, which 1962 would have been a part of, my friends, the seven-year cycle, on the seventh year, which is the Shemitah year, in 1966, guess what? The stock market crashed. On April 29th, 1966, the S&P 500 dropped to 74.53, down 20.76% from its prior high six months previously on February 9th, 1966. Shemitah began on the 29th day of Elul, or the 14th day of September 1966, and the market reached its low on October 7th, 1966. Note, the Shemitah was near the low. Number three, the year 1973, which was a Shemitah year. Roe v. Wade, abortion legalized. Guess what happened? Currency crash oil crisis, GDP shrank from 7% to 2%, which is a 70% drop. 45% of the stock market wiped out. Inflation went from 2% in 1972 to 12% in 1974. The S&P went from 120 to 62 which is more than 40%, a 40% drop, uh, caused a severe global recession. The U.S. military might seen as being weakened after the Vietnam War. All of this took place in the year 1973 after the legalization of abortion, which kills a human being, my friends. Note, the writer says, the lowest period was between September 1973, Shemitah beginning, and December 1974, but began nine months prior on January 11th, 1973. Number four, 1980, a Shemitah year, meaning it's seven years later, my friends, a double dip recession. Dow Jones drops from 903 to 759. The S&P 500 drops from 140 to 102, a 27% drop. Iran Revolution 1979 leads to massive oil prices, causing the GDP to go from 5% to 1.5%. Inflation, double digits. Note, on the 29th day of Elul, which was September 10th, 1980, growth had returned to the market, but joblessness remained unchanged until July of 1981, when the next recession began through the end of the Shemitah year, which ended on August 29th, 1981, or the 29th day of Elul in the evening, which would become the first day of the month of Tishri. Number five, 1987, a Shemitah year, Black Monday, 33% of the stock market wiped out. Note, says the writer, September 23rd, 1987 was the 29th day of Elul. The stock market plunged overnight on October 19th, but reco recovered quickly due to the quick response of the Federal Reserve to throw a lot of money at the problem, thereby creating confidence in the market and giving money 
to the people who caused the crash to pay their debts. Number six, 1994, a Shemitah year. Great bond market massacre. Bond market twice as large as the stock market, losing $1.5 trillion in assets and wiping out $1.5 billion in debt. Note by the writer, by September 5th, 1994, or the 29th day of Elul, the Federal Reserve had raised the rates of bonds to 4.75%, then to 5.5% in November, which nobody expected. And because bonds were traded in the future, or they are traded in the future, markets and the rates were not expected to go up so quickly. There was a huge net loss by the major investors. Everything else returned to normal quickly. However, due to that fact, the big hedge funds and financial institutes had grown complacent and greedy. Number seven, 2000 to 2001, another Shemitah year. Dot-com crash, 30% of the stock market wiped out. 9-11 happened symbol of America's economic strength destroyed and causes Wall Street to shut down for five days. Last day of the Shemitah cycle on the 29th day of Elul, stock market opens back up and plunges 684 points, which was the greatest points crash up to that date. Industrial production declined by 6%. Note by the author, September 25th, September 29th, 2000, or the 29th day of Elul on the Hebrew calendar, the dot-com company's stocks had already been in freefall since roughly March 20th, 2020, six months before the beginning of the Shemitah year on, this, on September 29th. The stock market was still falling at the end of the Shemitah year on September 17th, or the 29th day of Elul, and did not hit rock bottom until October 9th, 2002. All of this was made worse by the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center just before the end of the Shemitah year. Number eight, 2007 to 2008, Shemitah year, the Great Recession takes place, or the worldwide systemic meltdown, my friends, the worst financial crisis since the Great Depression. It crashed the real estate market, wiped out trillions of dollars from the U.S. and global market. More than 50% of the stock market was wiped out. On the last day of the Shemitah year, on the 29th day of Elul, the stock market plunged 777 points. Note from the author, as of September 12, 2007, on the 29th day of Elul, the market was nearly at its highest, finally topping off on October 9, 2007. And the end of the Shemitah year, on September 29, 2008, kicked off the beginning of the Great Recession. Number nine, 2015, which was a Shemitah year. Same-sex marriage approved in all 50 states by the Supreme Court. Dow Jones and S&P began to collapse. The Russell 2000 index began to collapse in June. Shanghai Composite Index began to collapse in June. Then the writer notes that there was a global crash that wiped out 16% of British markets, 18% of French markets, 25% of German markets, wiped out 4,000 points from the Indian markets, wiped out 12,000 points from the Brazilian markets, 
wiped out $11 trillion from the world financial institutions, produced three of the worst stock market crashes in stock market history, global trade collapsed, China became the largest trading nation and economic power in terms of making money and investment. In 2015 was the worst year in 78 years. Note from the author, the Shemitah year started on September 24th, 2014, or the 29th day of Elul, and it ended on September 13th, 2015, two months prior to the end of the Shemitah year. The Dow had just started falling sharply for two months since July 2015 and continued to fall considerably until after the Brexit vote in June of 2016 and finally began to rise again after that. My friends, I want to stop there for a minute because I want to remind you of something. In June of 2015, President Trump stated that he would run for president. By June of 2016, he was in his presidency since November of 2016. And the Lord gave the United States, as well as the world, a reprise in all that President Trump did throughout that time. Now, I'm not praising President Trump. I'm just saying with our own eyes and ears and wallets, we saw that things got better. But it was ultimately from the Lord sending this modern-day King Cyrus to once again give us a chance to turn back before it was too late. But what did we do with those four years? At the end of the four years, it went down the tubes because no one had gotten any closer to the Lord God, but most had gotten much further away, even more uh, distant than they were even before 9-11 my friends, because they got complacent and they got comfortable in all the wonderful things that were happening during the time of President Trump's presidency, which was only made possible by the Lord Jesus Christ and was for the purpose of trying to draw people unto his self, the Lord God, before the hour ends and the Lord Jesus Christ returns in the rapture. And all those who have not gotten into a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ will be left behind to endure the time of the outpouring of God's wrath and the time of great tribulation, which is the open rule and reign of the Antichrist beast, Satan's Antichrist beast, false prophet, and the mark of the beast world system, which no one at that time who adheres to it will be able to evade. And whoever takes the mark of the beast will be doomed for all eternity. I regress. So I digress, my friends. Now, just to recap the current Shemitah year in retrospect from a 2021 point of view, we are reminded that the current Shemitah year cycle of 2021 to 2022 began the night of September 6, 2021, which is to say the evening of the 29th day of Elul on the Jewish, uh, in the Jewish year of 5781, or the first day of Tishri in the secular Jewish New Year of 5782, and will end September 25th, 2022 which is to say the evening of the 29th day of Elul on the Jewish New Year, uh, on the Jewish year calendar uh, of 5782, or the first day of Tishri on the secular Jewish New Year of 5783. With that said, I would like to go back for a moment to another part of this article 
just used to share a question and answer presented by the writer thereof when they first begin by asking, is there any good news? Of which they continue immediately by answering in this fashion. Yes, even through all of this. When Adonai, or the Lord, is our dwelling place, as noted in Psalms 91, of which I opened this show up with, my friends, when he is all we need and trust in for everything, then he will provide for us in abundance, even more than the birds of the sky who neither sow nor reap, as outlined in Matthew chapter 6, verse 26. The writer then states, we are still in the sixth year, which, my friends, please note, was in the early part of 2021 at the time of the writing of this piece. This year of receiving triple to see us through until the harvest after the Shemitah year. The writer continues by stating, we must have faith that for those who love him and follow him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ. We will be protected and taken care of no matter the circumstance or situation. You are not seeing, or in this case, hearing this article by chance. And if you have not already prepared your finances, says the writer, now is the time. Only those who are unprepared for a recession or depression are the ones who lose big. But those who are prepared will win big. And Adonai, or the Lord, does not want us to lose big, but warns us and gives us time, which we have five months left to do, my friends, to make the right moves and research how you can benefit greatly from what is coming. So thriving and not surviving should be our mindset. And as we trust in him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ. We can certainly trust him, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, to give us the right strategy, wisdom, and understanding by way of God's Holy Spirit. If you have debts, the seventh year is on the way. It is now here, my friends, and five months left. No debt is too big for Adonai or the Lord who owns all the gold and silver. It is time to stand on the promise of debt erased and forgiven in Yeshua's or Jesus' name. The world is a crazy place, says the writer in these days, and it is the perfect time and place to be crazy for Yeshua or the Lord Jesus Christ. That we turn the world upside down right into the heavenly places. It is essential, says the writer, that we seek Adonai, or the Lord, in the secret place, of which was spoken of in Psalms 91, but also worship him together with others, so that we are not anxious, but always in his presence, and encouraging one another in him, who is Jesus Christ, by the power working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit for the days that are to come. In the days after Yeshua's or Jesus' ascension, all of the plans and schemes of the fallen kingdom of darkness had been exposed, and they thought they had won a great victory, but there was a remnant that would not bow down to the gods of men, to greed and religiosity nor curse their fellow man, but instead they knew the victory was already won and is found, my friends, in Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it was time for them, and it is now time for us to let everyone know that Jesus is on the way, my friends. You may receive Triple blessings, the author says, so that you may receive 
the triple blessings in the sixth year, and may all debts be canceled for the glory of Adonai, or the Lord. The writer ends this piece with this conclusion. As every nation suffers economically through the Chinese communist or the Chinese coronavirus, whatever I said at the starting of the show, I guess you're going to have to stick that in there. The Chinese Communist Party virus crisis, the very global financial system itself is in shambles. Listen, my friends, this is this is some very powerful words right here. And many say we are due for a global reset, so to speak. What that will look like exactly, we cannot say, although there are clues and hints. But what is certain is that the whole world is going to be afflicted in an even greater way very soon. And we need to be ready to weather the storm victoriously through Yeshua or Jesus with his special blessing in this sixth year as we head into the seventh year of which we are now seven months into, my friends. The writer says we must not see this as anything tragic, but rather a great opportunity to shine the light of of Yeshua or Jesus and to be a walking testimony of his perfect love in every aspect of our lives. Even financially, as all the gold and silver is his anyway, and it is to be used for his kingdom. We pray you are as excited as we are and are ready for an adventure with the Holy Spirit in these end times. Adonai, or the Lord, bless you and keep you. My friends, As mentioned here in our piece for today, the current Shemitah year will end on the evening of the 29th day of Elul on the Jewish secular calendar, the same evening of the beginning of the Jewish secular civil new year and the first day of the biblical celebration of the Feast of Trumpets. My friends, we need to keep our eyes on Jesus and walk in the power, working, and anointing of God's Holy Spirit. For we are being propelled deeper and deeper at this present hour into the time just before the imminent return of the Lord Jesus Christ for his bride, which consists of all who have asked the Lord Jesus to forgive them of their sins and are the same who are and will be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for his appearing in the soon coming rapture. My friends, Jesus tells us in John chapter 3, verses 16 through 18, that God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned, but he that believeth not is condemned already, says the word of God, because he has not believed in the name N-A-M-E, name of the only begotten Son of God. In John chapter 14, verse 6, we are reminded that there is no other way to eternal life in heaven except by the Lord Jesus Christ. And is where scripture tells us that Jesus said unto him, speaking to Thomas, his disciple, I am the way, which means method, my friends, the words... The word way means method. I am the way, Jesus said. I am the method, in other words, the truth and the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. In Romans chapter 10, verses 9 through 13, Paul tells us how to begin a lasting relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ so that we can be ready to meet him. 
either when we take our last breath upon the face of this planet called Earth or in the air at his imminent return in the rapture where we will there be caught up to meet him in the air with all who have gone before us who sleep in the Lord Jesus Christ. Where we will forever be changed in the twinkling of an eye. Beginning in Romans chapter 10, verse 9, Paul states that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thine heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the scripture saith, whosoever believeth on him, who is he? He's Jesus Christ, shall not be ashamed. For there is no difference between the Jew and the Greek. For the same Lord, who is Jesus Christ, my friends, over all is rich unto all that call upon him. For whosoever shall call upon what? The name of the Lord shall be saved. My friends, today is the day of salvation. Today we can see plainly as we look in the rearview mirror of what's taken place in the last, now it's been, uh, what, we're at the seven-year period, my friends, right here. We're in the Shemitah year. So since the time that President Trump went into office, has left office, and now two years in to the resident in control around here, we have to think about here we are in the year of the Shemitah. And the next seven years begins soon and very soon. And if you go back to the time of Joseph in Egypt, there were seven years of plenty, which is four years out of the seven years we've just spent. And then there were seven years of famine, which are the complete number of years that are sitting in front of us now to be entertained in less. We change our ways or the Lord comes first in the rapture for those who are ready, watching, waiting, and praying. But my friends, you must be ready. No one enters into the eternal kingdom of God without being saved, which means to ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and then begin to know God's word, know it well and know it correctly for yourself and to walk in the power, working and anointing of God's Holy Spirit as outlined in the word of God. My friends, today, the Lord is telling us our time is ultimately short. And as he spoke these words many years ago to my mother, and I used them quite frequently, we are definitely at 11.59 and split seconds just away from the imminent return of the Lord and only Savior of mankind who is Jesus Christ. And my friends, once that time has passed and all those who are left behind to enter into the time of tribulation, great tribulation, my friends, which is the outpouring of the wrath of God, which is the second three and a half years of the time of tribulation, my friends. If you are here during that time, my friends, you will either then receive the Lord Jesus Christ by having your head chopped off because you won't take the mark of the beast or you will enter into the system of the beast and forever be doomed. If you can't serve the Lord now, I don't really think that's the choice you want to wait to make because if you can't serve the Lord Jesus Christ now, I don't know that you're going to have the chutzpah to have your head chopped off for him in the time that is yet to come when the Antichrist is in full reign and the Holy Spirit has been moved out of the way, except for those who will truly, from the depths of their heart, receive the Lord Jesus Christ by giving their lives then, because the Lord Jesus Christ has already done that for us on this side of the rapture. But on that side of the rapture, 
it goes back to the fact that we're going to have to, a person is going to have to give their life for not denying the Lord Jesus Christ. Or they're going to take the mark of the beast and be doomed for all eternity. There's only two choices. I'd say get ready, get ready, get ready now on this side of the rapture. And believe you me, my friends, I hope that you can sit and think about it for one time. Just get in a quiet place and think about what forever, what that time without end means to be in a place called the lake of fire, where it's nothing but torment and gnashing of teeth and recalling every evil thing that ever happened to you upon in this time that you were upon the earth and looking up into the halls of heaven and seeing all those who tried to point you in the right direction, but them not ever knowing that you did not make it. My friends, today, if you would like to receive the Lord Jesus Christ, if you feel the tug of God's Holy Spirit upon your life today to get right with the Lord Jesus Christ or rededicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ, today is the day of salvation. Today, ask the Lord Jesus Christ to forgive you of your sins and to wash you as white as snow, that you will be ready, watching, and waiting for his imminent return in the rapture. My friends, please do not miss it. Please do not miss it. And with that said, let us pray. My friends, pray this prayer of uh, repentance out loud with me from the depths of your heart, not your mind, but your heart. For the Lord is the Lord that knows the end from the beginning. He knows whether you are sincere in what you are praying. So, my friends, if today you feel the tug of the Holy Spirit, please take him up on this invitation to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your only way of escape from that which is yet to come upon this earth. Because, my friends, one day you will cross a line otherwise, and you will never be able to come back. With that said, Please pray with me. Dear Lord God, I humbly come before your throne and bow down spiritually speaking. Lord God, I thank you for the precious and holy gift of your one and only begotten Son and the work that he did upon the cross of Calvary. Your one and only begotten Son, whose name is Jesus Christ, Lord God, thank you for this precious gift of the shed blood that he shed, not for himself, but for me, that my sins would be covered and that I would be able to enter into eternal life that he provided by you raising him from the dead. I thank you for that, Lord God. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before your throne and bow down, spiritually speaking. And Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner in need of a Savior. And today I ask, Lord, that you would set me apart from this world, that you would wash me as white as snow, that you would forgive me of my sins that you would bestow upon me the indwelling power, working and anointing of your Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking with other tongues as I seek your Father in heaven for that gift. Lord Jesus, I know that you are faithful and true to do that which you've promised, and today I know that I know that I know that I am now your child and I will be ready, watching, waiting, and praying for your imminent return in the rapture. And I say, Holy Spirit, have your way in this day. Thank you for first drawing me to even say this prayer, Holy Spirit. And now, as I seek the Lord God, I ask that you would enter in to me, that you would bring all things to my remembrance, and that you would have me to remember the things that I need to know and be ready to be raised up off this earth, for it is by your power that Jesus was raised up off this earth, and it is by your power that I will be as well. In Jesus' precious and holy name I pray, amen and amen. And with that said, my friends, it's a wrap. May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace, shalom, and blessings until we meet again. I believe that we are living in the days John wrote about. The end times are upon us and of that there is no doubt. Get your mind out of the world. Take your Bible off the shelf. Read the book of
tribulations for your sin. Join Streams in the Desert Live each Wednesday at 4 p.m. on Star Worldwide Networks, where your host, Pastor Dana, will examine the headlines of our daily news in light of Bible prophecy. Streams in the Desert Live thanks you for listening, for your phone calls, emails, and as always, your generous love offerings in support of this internet radio broadcast. You may also visit or email Streams in the Desert Ministries, home of Streams in the Desert Live, by way of the website or Facebook page, which can be easily found on the StarWorldWideNetworks.com Streams in the Desert landing page. Until next week, Streams in the Desert Live bids you all much love in Jesus, and that the peace of the Lord Jesus be unto you all, now and always. And remember, if you're not serving Jesus now, what makes you think you'll be doing it later in heaven?